and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, I've said in the past that, well, I've made the observation. And in the school board fights, you've seen this. And this is another area where I think we had a red wave that nobody talked about except me. Uh, we, we flipped 50 of the most progressive school boards in the country on election night. Uh, and that's going to have direct impact on hundreds of thousands, if not millions of students. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad of that. I think we need to because... I don't know if you've noticed, but in the whole discussion of the the transgender transitioning, uh, all you know, what, what's going on in the schools, that there has been on the other side of where people of common sense sit, on the other side, their opponents, they get angry, they will brutalize you, they will try to um, uh, fight you. If you say that some of this stuff isn't isn't healthy and should not be around kids, and the, and the thing that blows my mind is some of the stuff that they want to do around children just a decade or so ago, we used to arrest people for. You wouldn't have people doing obscene dances in uh, you know little schools where kids were at and and being able to get away with it and going, oh, and it's not just that they want to do that. It's that they continue to want to push the envelope, including putting a lot of graphic content into your kids' schools. And there's there's a hardcore push for this. Uh, Nicholas Chamberis has written about this at Newsmax, and he joins me. Nicholas, great to have you. Thanks for being here. Um, how bad is this fight that parents are facing on graphic content in their kids' schools right now? Hi, Kevin. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, it's a huge fight. And um, as you know, I, I, I looked into this um, – a few months ago, I, I saw this massive rally at the, in Dearborn, Michigan, and you saw hundreds of very angry parents. And, you know, th- then I, I looked on Twitter and I saw some, so at the time, I thought there were some crazy claims about what the parents were protesting. I said, oh, this is um, sensationalistic, clickbait, can't be possible. Um, and then I, I read about what happened at Dearborn and basically, um, Hundreds of Christians, Muslims, atheists, agnostic parents descended on the school board because they discovered that pornographic material was included in their children's libraries, that uh, questionable sexually explicit curriculum was being introduced to eight-year-olds, and the school boards were fine with this. And the more you looked into this, um, it wasn't an isolated incident. Sadly, apparently, there's a very well-organized, well-funded movement to normalize child pornography and even introduce it into, into <laughs> elementary school curriculum. And, um, you know, again, I, I was hoping that this was sensationalistic, but um, the more I looked into it, um, I, I looked at a school district in Texas um, where parents were savaged for opposing a book called Lawn Boy. Now, Ron Boy sounds like a harmless book, uh, fairly innocuous. How, how bad could 
a book called Lawn Boy B, um, especially when you're giving it to eight-year-olds and six-year-olds. Um, you you actually look up this book, and by the way, um, it has been endorsed by so-called by certain so-called education advocates. Oh my God! So th- this wasn't an accident. Um, this book <laughs> encourages and graphically depicts um, a sex act between two little kids. And um, <laughs> even though I'm an adult, I- I'm way too embarrassed uh, to give any details about this. I, I encourage your listeners to do their own independent research about this book and <laughs> make up their minds if it has any any room in in our schools, if it yeah. should be in our schools. What, um, what happened with uh, with New York City? Because I know Vicky Palladino was um, involved in something. This is evidence that parents are fighting back. Um, they are aligning with community activists and local elected officials and. Vicky Palladino absolutely, Councilwoman Vicky Palladino absolutely has to be given credit um, for braving the mob on this. You know, New York City, we have some of the poorest students in the country. Um, there's obviously an argument about how our money is being spent and where it's going. But when so many students in our system can't afford books, they can't afford backpacks for, for a variety of reasons, admittedly, um, a lot of them are food insecure. We're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on drag queen story hour. That's ridiculous. And to her credit, Councilwoman Palladino said, enough with the insanity. Yeah. And immediately, you know, the usual suspects, they gather, they try to make this about gay rights. Uh, opposing uh, pornographic curriculum to little kids has absolutely nothing to do with gay rights. And it is really insulting to the gay community, to gay activists, you know, somebody explained to me, what did the Stonewall riots have to do with, you know, um, teaching third graders about sex acts? Nothing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just awful. Well, I, I think the, the, the test for that is uh, ask um, heterosexual parents if you want teachers teaching their kids about heterosexual sex acts at the same age. And, of course, the answer is going to be no. They're not emotionally mature enough for it. But the challenge here, Nick, and and this is really the the bottom line for them, if they can't begin the brainwashing and the desensitization early, in other words, before, before parents construct a worldview and a conscience within the backbone of that child, you got to get to them so that they don't have their their thinking set in certain ways, then they'll then they're afraid they're not going to be able to to break through. And they probably won't because there's a reason why families have worldview. There's a reason why families observe the religions that they do, go to the churches that they do, uh, observe their family traditions that they do, because they want to see the life that they have lived passed down to their children. And in most cases, using you know the, the idea of a, of, a, of a standard kind of starting point, that's going to be good for the child. If the parents are wholly invested in the welfare of the child, uh, then that's going to be good for them to pass down their worldview and their and their, you know, what they think and and so forth. And, and what these groups want to do is, def, you know, beat them to the punch and say, no, you can't teach them about right and wrong from your perspective because we don't like your perspective of right and wrong. Exactly. And the scary thing is that in the last decade, uh, this movement has been more effective than even critical race theory uh, advocates. I know. Been. I know. That's why those school boards went. That's why those 50 school boards got flipped uh, on election night, because parents in, in very 
blue places like San Francisco through through the transgender pushing porno pushing weirdos off the school boards because they said we we're not it's what we want for our kids. Hey, Nicholas Chambaris, uh, read him at Newsmax.com. Thank you for being with us today. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Final thoughts straight ahead. <laughs> 